Hey everyone, this is Jackknife. Welcome to another bonus episode of the Cutting Edge 2023-24 Weekly Rangers Recap. Got another relatively quick one for you this week. You know, not going off of any, you know, real prepare notes, no script. I'm just going to do just about all this from memories. Well, I'm back home in New Jersey, back from vacation, and hopefully sound much better in this episode than I did the last one, considering I was recovering from a cold. Thankfully, that was just like a 24-hour bug, nothing too major. First day in Myrtle Beach was kind of a wash, so didn't we? no one went out, didn't really miss out on anything. But since the last time I talked to you, the Rangers played four games. They are 500 in those. They beat the Capitals pretty convincingly at Madison Square Garden, then lost on the road to... Florida in a relatively competitive battle. No, not relatively. A a competitive battle. You know, neither team knew how to play defense that game. And responded to the next night with a dominating win over the Tampa Bay Lightning 5-1. Only for last night, a complete no-show versus the Carolina Hurricanes. And I gotta say, it's night and day with this team lately. You know, the game against Washington, you know, fantastic performance all around. Igor had a great game. Keandre Miller with two goals. Lafreniere had a goal. I think Lafreniere had three points this game. Keandre Miller had three points this game. The next game, you know, it was just a competitive battle against one of the best teams in the East, the Florida Panthers and Florida. It fell down behind 2-0. You know, Quick had an amazing scorpion save. At one point, and ironically enough, the first goal he let up was one he should have stopped. But, you know, it seemed like neither team was really trying to play defense. Scoring for the Rangers was Panarin, Cooley, Zabanajed. You know, they tied the game to make it 3-3, only for the Panthers to get the lead back relatively quickly. Fell to them in regulation. Then the next night against Tampa Bay, they did pretty damn well. They even won a coach's challenge for goalie interference. Holy shit, I never thought I'd see that that day. Panarin had a hat trick. And who else scored that game? Oh, yeah, Kreider, Trocek, and Lafreniere put up a few points as well. You know, I think a positive I could take even with last night is that Lafreniere has six points in seven games lately. You know, good to see, you know, he's being rewarded after playing so hard lately, you know, just being snake-bitten a lot of the time. But as far as last night goes, you know, the one goal is from Chris Kreider on deflection. It just seems like no one wanted to play last night. I don't know if they're still hungover from New Year's Eve. I, I doubt. I doubt that. It's been days. But, like, they, this is a game they should have been excited to play. You know, there was, you know, you could complain about the officiating all you want. There was a questionable interference call on Lafreniere at the beginning, and then that led to the Jack Drury goal. Then the other power play that the Hurricanes cashed in on in the final minute of the period of the first period. It doesn't matter. It just looked like the Rangers looked complete. It just looks like the Rangers looked completely lethargic and didn't want to play last night. So blame the officiating all you want. The Rangers really didn't didn't show of the play. And there was the third goal, the awful turnover by the third line defensive pair. You know to give them. That was after the Kreider goal to make it 2-1. And Martinuk just 
took advantage of the turnover. It, it looked like the Hurricanes wanted to play that last night. The Rangers didn't. And I don't understand how they weren't ready for this game, considering this should have been a game that was circled since, like, I don't remember if it was October or November. This was the first time they were playing the Hurricanes since Sebastian Ajo injured Cop. Coppococco, injured Adam Fox and shelved them for like two or three weeks. But, you know, they, I mean, the Ranger fans seem to be ready for that. Every time Ajo touched the puck, he got booed heavily. But listen, no need to panic, or cause especially considering where the Rangers are right now in the standings. They are still in first place. They still got a sizable, they still got a decent cushion. They got five games o- Five games, five points over the Hurricanes with two games in hand. But every time they, it seems like every time they lose in regulation, you know, the Florida game being the exception, well, other than a handful of games a season, every time they lose in regulation, they lose badly. How many times do you need a wake up call? This is probably like the 10th or 8th wake up call this season. It's one thing for a team to beat you, but I said in last week's New Year's resolution episode, don't make stupid mistakes. Make other teams beat you. Make them earn it. I I don't feel like the Hurricanes earned it last night. And listen, this is me still thinking Carolina will win the Stanley Cup this year. I still truly believe that. But you can't freaking put out efforts like that against divisional opponents and expect to go far. But before I recorded this episode, I noticed someone share this stat. Before Capococco got hurt, the Rangers were 12-3-1. Now, with him being out, since the injury, the Rangers are 10-7. And And excuse me, before Capococco got hurt, they were 15-3-1. So... Say what you will about Capo Caco. He filled his role in that top six. Okay? Or, or, filled his, or even did his job in the bottom six. Because, listen, you're not expecting your bottom six to put up a lot of points. But, you know, you still want to put up something. At most, they, you know, when they're on top of their game, they play good defense. But they've been pretty absent on the scoreboard lately. The best player in the bottom six has been Jimmy Vesey. And, you know, give credit to, you know, guys like Nick Bonino for the shot blocking, the faceoff winning. But, you know, again, not putting up any points. Barkley Goodrow, his contract is abysmal. The Rangers do need to f- figure it out in the bottom six. But, hey, listen, they're still in first place. They, they're not even at the halfway point of the season yet. And the good thing is... Kako Kako is skating again. And the bad news is Philip Heedle went back to the Czech Republic for some kind of reset on in his recovery. And he, I also remember him being also a report saying like he should be back this week, but back with the, you know, back in America this week, I mean. But uh, something I got to say regarding Heedle is that he, it, this isn't so much about the game for him right now. It's more so about, like, his quality of life. I hope, you know, I'm hoping he's able to have a good life, even post-hockey, 
after this. For all I know, this could be another Michael Sauer situation. Sauer only played a handful of games in AHL. He showed a lot of promise, but like just con- the amount of concussions he must have had in his life caught up to him, and he had to retire early. I hope it's not the case with Filipino. They say he's got to come back, or they're, he's committed to coming back. But believe it when I see it. And we'd love to have him back because the absence of his speed, you know, that's prominent against a team like the Carolina Hurricanes, you know, who are very good at trapping teams in the neutral zone. And we'll see where his recovery is next week. And hopefully Kako is back relatively soon. I, again, I'm amazed that he's not out for the year. But again, Rangers are still in first place. And you, and how many times have I said you don't learn things from winning all the time? But again, there's still some things I'd like to clean up. A lot of good this week, you know, with the dominating wins over the Capitals and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And that, the game against the Lightning, Igor should have had to shut out that game. But they kind of got screwed on, you know, ticky-tack penalty that led to a power play goal from Kucherov. You know, pretty standard, you know, shoving back and forth after, you know, crashing the goal, goalie. But, of course, only Braden Schneider's going against penalty uh, on after shoving Kucherov. And the game against the Capitals, it was pretty cool for Igor to, you know, give a little fuck you to Tom Wilson. And he must have saw the game, the Blue Jackets game, the Capitals had relatively... Not, well, not relatively. Was that the previous game that the Capitals played before playing the Rangers? I uh, don't know. But I think Igor saw, like, hey, I'm not taking shit from nobody. Yeah, even the goal that Igor led up against the Capitals was a two-on-one Mantha. High-danger scoring chance. He'd probably want that back, but listen, high-danger scoring chance, you're not going to stop that every time. So, I think the big takeaway from these past four games is that the bottom six needs to step up for the Rangers. You know, and we said how well Jimmy VC's done throughout this season, but he can't be the only one getting it done. Because this upcoming week, the Rangers got Connor Bedard and the Blackhawks tomorrow. You know, they're bottom feeders in the West, but you know what? Do not sleep on them, especially that kid Connor Bedard. He's got a hell of a shot. Then... A matchup in Montreal against the Canadians, another team that the Rangers should beat, again, should beat easily, and then a rematch with the Canucks at the Garden on Monday. So, that game against Vancouver is going to be very huge. Will the Rangers step up, or are they going to lay an egg like they did against, you know, one of the tougher, some of the tougher competition They've had lately some of the toughest competition in the league in the Carolina Hurricanes. Well, now they're getting some of the best competition in the West in the Vancouver Canucks. Competition they've beat before in Vancouver, but that was with a pretty healthy team at the time. Now, are they going to step up? Will the bottom six start putting up some points, carrying some of their own weight? Well, we'll find out next week. Quick prospect report. World Juniors, Gabe Perot. Was lighting it up. He had three points yesterday, two goals and an assist, and was the star of the game for Team USA. And the overall consensus among hockey Twitter, you know, those watching, 
or keeping up with World Juniors, those like the Jesse Pollocks, the Mike Grinellis, Rangers got an absolute steal in the draft when he fell to them at 23rd. Man, the Rangers got, got a star in this kid, and they are so lucky that a lot of teams pass on him. So, quick episode. That's all I really got for you today. This is Jackknife. Have a wonderful night, everyone. I'll check in with you next week.